Steve, let me ask you a personal question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a mother, Steve? I do indeed. Fantastic. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah, well, yes, we all do, but I'm sure you're a good son and you love your mother, don't you, Steve? Uh, uh, the best. I'm like legendary. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. Well, I got a tip for you. You can really win Mother's Day. Win your mother over on Mother's Day. Cement your reputation as this really good son. Give your mom an Aura digital picture frame. Have you heard of these things, Steve? Yes, I have. They're loaded up with decades of photos. You can just like hook them up to the phone and then you get the photos running through it, kind of scrolling through it. You've seen these things? Yeah, they're great. They're really cool. Yeah, and you can get everything. Uh, and Pictures of your mom, pictures of whoever, your family, your brothers, all, all these things. Things. They're a wonderful item. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code word ChinwagPod at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This is Paul Giamatti speaking. And this is Stephen Asma. And this episode of Chinwag is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is indeed, Steve. Let me ask you a blunt question. Do you ever feel stuck, Steve? <laughs> I'm serious. Do you ever feel kind of stuck in the mud? Every day, my friend. Yeah. Every damn day. And then what happens is you get overwhelmed because you're kind of stuck, right? True. As I get older, and I am getting older, folks, I may not look it. You may <laughs> think, oh, he's like Dorian Gray. He's going backwards. Yeah, wow. Wow, he's, he's, he's going backwards. I am getting older, folks. It's hard to believe. The thing I notice is how important it is to maintain a balance. You know, I guess you'd call it work-life balance. I don't think I'm alone here, but therapy's helped me do this, this balance. It can help you find equilibrium. It can help you feel more empowered in the decisions you make, the boundaries and priorities you set. It's good in that way. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Sometimes that's hard, right, to find the right person. So this helps. You can change. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash chinwag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash chinwag. Welcome to the chinwag. <laughs> Welcome, my man. <laughs> Welcome, my man. Here I am. I'm Paul Giamatti. And I'm here with the great, the one and only, Stephen Asma. Very kind of you, sir. Too oh, kind, too kind. Never, never. Can't be kind enough to you, sir. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the tops. You're, 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 the, you're a multi-hyphenate, as they call it. You're a philosopher. I wish uh, my students uh, appreciated me in this way. I, I, could you talk really? to them? <laughs> maybe, I should, maybe I should drop by. Yeah. And teach those kids a real lesson in respect. <laughs> it's, play a character that, yeah, play like your best mafioso kind of. <laughs> My best mafioso. Once again, with the Italian, American, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Every oh, episode. Be... <laughs> I'm <laughs> stepping in it. <laughs> well, I love the Italians and you know it. I do, I do know it. Who doesn't love the Italians, Steve? Uh, this is a pleasure. We're, we're, we're here. This is a kind of special little... Uh, 
special little chin wag. It's a uh, nugget. It's a chinwag nugget. Yeah, because uh, we <laughs> enjoy a chinwag nugget. It's a good one. Chin, chin, chinwag nugget's good. I like that. A little fried crispy nugget from <laughs> from chinwag. We love hearing from you guys. Is the, is the thing? Yeah, we love the letters and comments. Uh, and and keep them coming. By the way, you you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Threads at chinwag pod. Uh, a chinwag pod. Uh, we may talk YouTube. about. Uh, and yeah, and, and and we get these uh, messages and letters, and they're fantastic. And our nugget today is actually addressing a question that we raised, I believe, That's when we right. talked with Sarah Vowell, yeah, about the origin of ten gallon hat. Yeah, we were theorizing, and then we just gave up and said, we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> yes. And, and said, please and tell us. Somebody tell us. And we got yeah. a lot of responses to We did. It. And yeah, and uh, because I had that thing of where I always thought it was just like, it was because it held 10 gallons of water. It was an right. exaggeration for like water, for it holding and water. And we learned how ridiculous that is. <laughs> I guess it is. We did learn how ridiculous that is. <laughs> but I was on board with you <laughs> Yeah, no. Well, I just figured that's what it was. But of course, as often is the is the case with these things, it's much more interesting than that. It is. It's, yeah, it's far more interesting than that. Um, we had a guy, um, Patrick, write in, and he, yes, we're, we're just sort of of all the people writing in. You know, we're just sort of picking Patrick here, who did a nice job of summarizing the ideas. Well, I think Patrick Patrick summarized it well, and Patrick, yes, he summarized it well, and it sounded pretty believable to me. It sounded yeah. like a, a pretty good answer to me. So we thought we would just share it with you to finally solve this mystery, or at least offer up what sounded like a somewhat convincing solution, yeah. at least one, from this uh, fellow Patrick, uh, Patrick who wrote to us. And he uh, he addressed us as enlightening hosts extraordinaire, which makes oh. me think he was writing to the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Whoops, wrong. Yeah. Well, <laughs> too bad. We're going to read it. We got it. So we'll, we'll we read got it. it. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. So Patrick writes, um, "Quote: I am sending this message to you, likely adding to a vast multitude of requested responses, answering your question from the woo woo episode regarding the meaning of a ten gallon hat." I first came across a website called The Hatterist, which is a great, I think we should all yeah, check out The Hatterist. We definitely should. Which appeared to be of some authority on the subject of hat. And they wove a large yarn of claim that the amount of water held in said hat would be the obvious answer. However, they did not explain the issue of why anyone would ever need 10 gallons of water <laughs> stored in a hat. Therefore, I sought explanation elsewhere. Indeed. I really like Patrick's approach here. Yeah, no, it's kind of smart. <laughs> yeah. He says, uh, then I came across an explanation that I will submit is one I believe is the most logical, the most reasonable, and really the least time-consuming yet rational answer that allowed me to copy and paste for you, <laughs> both to examine and to come to your own conclusion if it appears to hit the nail uh, through the 10-gallon hat onto nice. the head sort answer. Um, enjoy. Thanks for your hard work and generous allowance of your time uh, with this wonderful podcast. I sincerely enjoy your episodes. That's very, very nice of him. I take exception with the use of the phrase hard work from the two of us. <laughs> yeah, he's confused but other than on that, that point. Every, every, every point, every point he makes is, is an interesting and accurate one. So it goes on. This goes on to, to, to quote this piece 
about the 10-gallon hat, and I, I will read that now. Uh, the, it's from the Amateur Word Nerd, 10-gallon hat name history doesn't hold much water by Barbara McAllister. Now, the word of the day was 10-gallon hat. Barbara goes on to say, Despite a common misconception, a 10-gallon hat does not refer to the liquid volume the hat can hold. 10 gallons equals 40 quarts of water, which would weigh more than 80 pounds. I'm just imagining actually the hat that know, would do hilarious. that. Just a gigantic, one of those big foam, like foam yeah. cowboy hats you see guys wearing at like football games. That would be one of those. That's as much as a large dog or four car tires. Four car. That's a pretty big hat for a two pint head. Even the largest cowboy hat can only hold a few quarts at most. Though Stetson had a famous ad showing a cowboy giving his thirsty horse a drink from the crown of his oh. hat, which is probably where a lot of this comes from. Yes, I think so. Because I'm sure we've all seen that in some, in even some subliminal level that's gone in there. Even though, uh, though Stetson had a famous ad showing a cowboy giving his thirsty horse a drink from the crown of his hat, it's not certain anyone would want to ruin a $500 hat by filling it with water. Oh, my God. Is that how much a cowboy hat costs I these days? Would, I, would bet there, I would bet there more than that. I would wow. think that that's probably the low end. I would think Jesus. that's super expensive. But, I mean, you think about kind of the shitty hats guys have in old westerns. <laughs> I'm like, well, it kind of makes sense. that. Yeah. I mean, these guys must have done that with their hats. Or, or, oh, or maybe, I'm sure they did. Or do you think that's just a cliche from cowboy movies? We need to you know? do an experiment where we're filling hats with water oh, because oh boy. that would solve it. <laughs> oh, boy. What are those guys? Mythbusters? We're going to become yeah. those guys? Chinwag Mythbusters? <laughs> boy, just soaking hats in water. All right. It continues. The gallon and 10-gallon most likely came from an anglicized version of a Spanish word cowboys picked up from their Mexican counterparts – who wore braided hat bands on their sombreros called gallons. A 10-gallon sombrero was a hat with a crown large enough to have a hat band with 10 braids. That's interesting. Indeed. It may have come from another Spanish phrase, tan gallon, meaning so gallant. Another reference to the appearance of an impressive hat. Either way, a 10-gallon hat is not a measurement of volume. Wow. Okay. Amazing. Now it goes on. This is, this is good stuff. I like this. The iconic cowboy hat wasn't worn by most cowboys until the late 1800s when John Stetson made a broad-brimmed hat copying the protection provided by sombreros. Many early cowboys were immigrants or Civil War veterans who wore their customary hat when they went west. This included everything from top hats, Civil War headgear, and flat caps <laughs> to sailor hats. That's I don't know if I've seen a whole lot. Wyatt Earp with his sailor hat on. <laughs> the bowler or derby hat was the most popular headgear in the old American West. Bowlers had the advantage of staying on the head in windy conditions, were mass-produced in felt, and were relatively cheap. Old photos of Butch Cassidy, the Sundance Kid, Bat Masterson. I always think of him with a with a bowler on, right? Uh, I, there's classic pictures of him yeah. with a bowler on. Billy the Kid, too. It's true. He's got kind of like a weird top hat on, almost like a derby. All show them wearing bowler hats. It was John B. Stetson, a hat maker born in New Jersey, oh. who changed the look of the West from Jersey. Today, Stetson hats are made in Garland, Texas, but the Stetson factory in Philadelphia once covered nine acres. It closed in 1971, but Philadelphia still has Stetson Street, Stetson Middle School, and Stetson Mansion to mark the one-time Eastern Empire-built by iconic Western wear. 
That's pretty good stuff. That's fascinating. That's really I did not good know stuff. any of that. And None that of it. Is, I didn't know that about Stetson. None of it. All these Western movies have been deluding us by showing guys in cowboy hats cowboy when they hats. really would have been wearing like bowlers and a top, top hats hat. and shit. When it would have been guys running around in top hats. Doc Holliday <laughs> with a top hat on. Stephen, I have an alarming bit of trivia for you. This is really, this is, yeah, this is kind of gross. So buckle up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is this alarmed me. Did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat, Steve? Come on, that's disturbing. That's disturbing, isn't it? You can get the acne. It can get you the stuffy nose. It can bump up the allergies. It's awful. That's gross. It's gross. I had no idea. Well, Steve, Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding, such as sheets, pillowcases, and comforters that prevent 99% of bacteria and requires three times less laundry. I'm telling you, I, I got these sheets. I wake up and I feel a little bit clearer. I feel cleaner already, Steve. I feel clean as a whistle. It's it's. Not not a joke. And that's good. They make the perfect holiday gift. All your friends and family can sleep clean with Miracle. Who doesn't want better sleep and luxurious feeling bed sheets? Go to trymiracle.com slash chinwag to try it today or gift it to someone special this holiday season. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Save over 40%. And if you use our promo chinwag at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't a 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash chinwag and use the code chinwag to claim your free three-piece towel set, Steve, and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash chinwag to treat yourself, a friend, or loved one this holiday season. Have you ever wondered why we call French fries French fries? Or why something is the greatest thing since sliced bread? There are answers to those questions. Everything Everywhere Daily is a podcast for curious people who want to learn more about the world around them. Every day, you'll learn something new about things you never knew you didn't know. Subjects include history, science, geography, mathematics, and culture. If you're a curious person and want to learn more about the world you live in, just subscribe to Everything Everywhere Daily wherever you cast your pod. Have you ever um, worn a cowboy hat? I mean, not, I wonder, one, in movies, have you ever worn one? And then just walking around the streets of New York, have you ever worn Should a I cowboy sport hat? No, I have not sported a cowboy hat around the streets of New York. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. You, yep. It's a Maybe look. It's, it, it certainly is a look. I have not been in a Western. Have I? No, I've not been in a Western. I don't. Would you so like I, to be in a Western? I'd love to be in a Western. Yeah. They don't really make Westerns much anymore. Although I guess, I guess recently there's a kind of a resurgence of Westerns, all those TV shows and stuff like that. There's a lot of Westerns on, but it's interesting. I just don't feel like, or maybe they go through phases of making Westerns. Maybe when it feels sort of, there must be some kind of politics to Westerns, like when they come and go, when it feels like you want to talk about America's like cool gunfighter past and when you That's don't. That's interesting. Yeah. Is it connected to like who's in office? Probably. What's the political position? Probably. Yeah, that's interesting. I bet that's probably true. But no, I've never done one. I've never done one. I'm in Southern uh, California at the moment mm -hmm. and I'm near the Mexican border and the sun is very intense here. And so mm -hmm. 
I am looking for like a really wide brimmed hat all the time. And I'm mm-hmm. wearing like snake boots too, like huge, like cowboy boots because there's rattlesnakes around here. Uh-huh. Well, for yeah. Then this is why you need the, now did you, did you just happen to have those boots or did you like, did my, you purchase them? Luckily my brother had an extra pair and I'm, I'm visiting him and he lives out here. So to walk around. Yeah. Cause there's yeah. scorpions and rattlesnakes and yeah. all these things that are going to sting you, which of course that's right. That's true. I'd never even thought you need them nice heavy boots to protect you from that kind of thing. Uh, the sombrero no, never, is the model, I guess, of the cowboy hat because it covers the whole, you know. Evidently, it is. Yeah. yeah, which is cool. No, never, never done a western though, Steve. No, do you think I, I would love to I see you? In a, in a, yeah, I think it it's would be funny great. because you look at the pictures of these guys, like Bat Masterson and stuff like that, and it's funny because they tend to look more like guys like me than they actually look like the guys who play them usually in movies, like John you know Wayne. I mean? Yeah, they don't look like. Sam Elliott and stuff like that. Right, you know right. what I mean? I mean, some yes, of them Sam do. Elliott. Well, you know what I mean? But some of them, but a lot of them don't look like what you think they're going to look like. It's well, what's your, what are your uh, horse riding skills like? How do you do on a horse? I do fine on a horse. You look, you're looking at me with a slight smile on your face no, like you don't believe I, me. No, I, I, I totally believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I do okay on a horse. I, 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 I've been on, I've been, I used to ride horses when I was a kid. Actually, oh. my grandfather was really into horses. I had a grandfather who for a little while owned a horse. It was a completely bonkers wow. and crazy thing. For some reason he bought a horse. In, and he had in a New horse England? In New Jersey. <laughs> in New, New Jersey, Jersey, the home of Stetson hats, apparently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I used to ride, and then I've had to ride them in movies, you know, and they, they get guys who come in and teach how to ride. I'm fine. Yeah. Do they and, train you? Yeah, I do. Or they I brush mean, as you, much as I can. And they bit. have incredibly well-trained horses. You know, these horses are fantastically smart and well-trained. So, and and horses are smart and, you know, so they they know the horse will repeat the same you got to you got to ride up and stop and talk to somebody and then ride away again. The horse like gets it in its head very fast oh, really? oh, what good. it's supposed to do and stuff. So it's like they're pretty pretty easy. So you can get away with it looking like you know how to ride a horse better than you actually do in movies. But I've done you, it. You some. do have like a lot of, uh, it is funny because we'll talk and, and you have a lot of interaction with animals as an actor. You've had all these hilarious, I particularly weird, like, have primate had like, <laughs> ape interactions. I particularly have had a lot of weird interaction with animals. It's true. I mean, most actors end up having to interact with animals, but I've had a lot of particularly weird ones. <laughs> Insects, rats, Really? A lot of primates. Yeah. A lot of primates and monkeys. <laughs> what was the rat thing? I had to do a thing in a movie where a rat, where I had to open an old trashed refrigerator in a junkyard and a rat jumps out at me. And <laughs> oh, that, man. of course, took forever because the rat would not jump out. It would just kind of poke its head out and stuff. And <laughs> and it got, it was an endless thing with the rat and the rat wrangler was there and the rat wrangler was <laughs> really worried about, yeah. I've had all kinds of, oh, I could tell you some really. Or they're like, oh, Jimmy the rat's tired. He needs a break. Yes, <laughs> yes. There's what, no, because, you know, you don't want to harm the animals. Yeah. And you want to take care of the animals. There's a lot of care taken towards the animals and stuff. I've done a lot of stuff with dogs. I've done a lot of things with dogs, a lot of strange things with dogs that I can't even, don't even <laughs> can't seem. talk about. In, I don't seem public. appropriate. I can't even really talk about them. I mean, maybe I will someday. I'll keep that in the Memoir. back burner. I have a good, I have a good, I have a good dog story, but I think it's a little too weird. Even, <laughs> even for this show right now, nothing, nothing harmful to anybody, nothing unsavory, just weird. Just, just weird. a weird, just a weird event with a dog. But um, yeah, it's wonderful working with animals. It's a, it's a, it's a, one of the, 
wonderful things that happens in the uh, yeah we don't get that a lot in philosophy it's not cropping really? up in my in my lectures really? Uh, really? animals aren't coming in i think it'd be kind of interesting if they just it loosed like a rampaging orangutan into one of your lectures why not you know what i mean why not yeah <laughs> or if you just dropped a snake or something like that yeah <laughs> yeah but i mean there's a whole sort of school of Who's that guy? There's that famous philosopher who talks all about animal. He kind of started all PETA and stuff. He didn't start it, but he kind of Oh what's um, his name? Um Peter Singer. Could, yeah, Peter, Peter Singer. Singer. That's right. Isn't he the guy who sort of He began the animal liberation movement? And yeah. uh he you're right. He that was he's also sort of famous for some other frightening theories, but that really took off. And I think ever since then the whole animal rights movement, he's basically the father of that. He's kind of the of father that. of it, yeah. yeah. He must have occasionally brought up, you know, brought a- Brought a-, a an animal to the classroom, yeah. yeah. <laughs> brought a capuchin monkey in to sort of run around and <laughs> charm, charm the and- students and you know, the ferrets, <laughs> various ferrets and hedgehogs. He must have been doing stuff like that. In his class, a giraffe, a baby right. giraffe, maybe. Fantastic. <laughs> Well, we got off topic about the hats. <laughs> no. <laughs> we got to giraffes. I bet you didn't see what we would get from cowboy hats to giraffes. <laughs> well, but that is super interesting. And thank that you, is. Patrick thank you, Baker, Patrick. I believe the name is, and, and Barbara McAllister, too, for what sounds to me like actually a pretty convincing I'm buying it, and yeah, uh, buying I, it I consider our fans to be smarter than us, so I'm going to go with our fans on that. I know our fans are smarter <laughs> than us, so that's, that's a good thing. Well, anyway, this was a pleasure to, to yeah. just pop in and have this nice little uh, get-together, Steve. Keep the letters and the cor- – well, maybe not so much the corrections, but when we co- – <laughs> <laughs> no. a call out, keep I welcome them, corrections. <laughs> I welcome corrections. I welcome direction. I'm an actor. I'll take direction. So I'm all for it. I welcome any anything and everything you guys want to send in is a pleasure. Uh, yes. As always, uh, Steve, it's a pleasure seeing you. Yes, and, uh, likewise. And uh, wag on weirdos. Wag on. Oh, my stars, Steve. My stars and stripes. We have some exciting news. Shall we tell them? We should reveal that Chinwag is hitting the road again and going on a West Coast tour. Yes, that's right. If you missed us in your fair city, truly, friends, don't fret, don't fear, don't have a panic attack. (laughs) Do not panic. We will be recording live Chinwags in May in Los Angeles, Portland, and Seattle. Yes, in L.A. we'll be at Dynasty Typewriter on May 14th. You can go to chinwagpod.fm slash Los Angeles for tickets. And on May 16th, we're going to be in Portland at Revolution Hall. For those tickets, go to chinwag.fm slash Portland. And we'll be at Town Hall, the great town hall in Seattle on May 17th. For tickets to that, go to chinwagpod.fm slash Seattle. You do not want to miss this. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be mighty, mighty. So get your tickets at chinwagpod.fm, and we will see you there. Come on out, waggers. Come out, waggers. Come out. (laughs) Come out of hiding. (laughs) Chinwag is a production of Treefort Media and Touchy Feely Films. Hosted and executive produced by Paul Giamatti and Stephen Asma. Executive producers for Tree Fort are Kelly Garner and Lisa Ammerman. Dan Carey is executive producer for Touchy Feely. Our series producer is Rachel Whitley Bernstein. 
Original theme music by Luke Topp, with additional music by Via Mardot. Oscar Guido is our executive in charge of production. Tom Monahan is head of audio for Treefort. Audio production supervision by Matt Dyson. Editing and mixing by Jeff Neal. Animation created by Alex Sokol. Research assistance by Aiden Brooks. Lastly, for more information, go to chinwagpod.fm and find us on Instagram or TikTok at chinwagpod or on Twitter at chinwag underscore pod. <laughs>